Welcome everybody to the Edgineers Podcast, the show where we help awesome educators from all around the world overcome obstacles and focus on learning in their classrooms. I am your host, Mark Clements. Joining me today will be our resident para-edginator, Jason Rosenstengel. Jason, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Uh, before we get started, Jason, we were uh, setting up to record today, and I'm throwing you a curveball already. And I walked in. You were watching something. Looks like on Netflix, man. What are we? What are we watching nowadays? I was uh, watching The Office. Isn't that like no longer? I, I have to admit, I n- I never watched The Office. Okay, so isn't that like no longer a thing? Like, right. is it off? The, is it off the air now? It's been off for a little while, yeah. But it, it's on Netflix, and I just kind of have it on in the background for some background noise. Another uh, podcast that I frequently listen to um, has like a million inside reference, like inside jokes about the office. And I, I don't get a one of them because oh, I never, really? yeah. Cause I, I never watched it. Yeah. I've, I've seen every episode. So it sounds like I would like that podcast. I would, I would get all the references. The last time we, fe- we, uh, we actually listened to that podcast together once before and you fell asleep during it. So, that's it. so, so maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's not, maybe that's not your cup of tea. Maybe they don't have enough, uh, enough office references. Right. So for today's, uh, for today's episode, of the Edginators podcast, let's talk about this one. Um, I wanted to have a conversation a little bit. I posted something on Facebook a while back and, um, you, you text me kind of randomly and was like, okay, this has to be, this has to be a podcast episode. Like it's, it's something I said and that struck a chord with you. So I want to share with everybody kind of what it is that, um, we were talking about and all I, all I did was it was a post that was talking about how difficult end of the year awards are for teachers. Um, and the fact that, um, you know, it's, it's tough because you can't recognize every kid. Because if you do recognize every kid, then people complain that everyone gets a trophy. And if you don't recognize anybody, then people complain that you're not doing anything to recognize kids. You know, right. we're not doing anything to celebrate success, et cetera, which is, which is a good thing. Um, and if you try to pick and choose who you're going to recognize and what you're going to recognize, then you can have constant debates about criteria. Yep. And what are we, you know, what's appropriate to recognize, um, what's not. And I think it's important, you know, just to, to frame the conversation when we say end of the year awards, I'm talking about, you know, um, pretty much anything. Cause I've seen them happen at the elementary level. I've seen them happen at the middle school level, you right. know, high schools do it too. Yeah, um, yeah. Colleges do it too. You think about magnum cum laude, summa cum laude, things like exactly. that, you know, so these things do exist, um, pretty much everywhere. And at the, the actual, like, um, you know, that's, it's, it was in, it was on, I saw this on an image. It was a meme on the internet. So it has to be like true and powerful. Right. right. <laughs> okay. So this is what I felt like sharing. And it said a big shout out to all the kids who didn't win an award or make honor roll and barely held it through the school year. A big hug to the moms, dads, grandparents, caregivers, and foster parents who stuck by them as they maneuvered the school year. You are worthy and a pat. You are worthy of a pat on the back and a Facebook post. Don't forget those kids. Kindness, creativity, and tenacity often don't get the recognition that they deserve. Now, uh, I, I went on to kind of say, you know, a lot of times um, these types of posts or these these types of awards are um, they're hard because they can be very exclusionary to kids who don't get awards. Absolutely. Um, so I. I've talked enough. I, I'm going to kind of throw this to you. Okay, obviously you had some things you wanted to share with uh, with our audience about this. So, tell me, share your thoughts on some of these some of these awards um, award things and and th- you know this whole this whole idea of end of the year awards. Well, I mean, I mean, basically, I mean, you already know that I'm sort of pro not giving participation awards and uh, sort of celebrating those who went maybe above and beyond and you know did 
did their best and uh, sort of, you know, shined uh, more than some of the other students. Um, uh, I guess as far as end of the school year awards, uh, it's a slightly different than I'm sort of my school of thought on this whole thing is, you know, it has to do with sports and, you know, competitive um, programs and stuff like that. But I, I do think that giving a award, I guess, to everybody is not a good thing. Um, I, I do believe that acknowledging participation and, you know, those kids that, that, that did their best, but didn't quite make, you know, make the grade. Um, yeah, acknowledge that. But if you give them the same award, you give those who do go above and beyond, it sort of dilutes it quite a bit. Okay. So what if we shift it though? And we're not talking about the same award. Okay. You know what I mean? And because I think where, I think our heads kind of went opposite directions with this sort of this sort of Facebook post. Is is it really possible that on a medium as powerful as Facebook or Twitter, you know, where we're, we're limiting you know the attention span of everybody to one graphic? Is, do you think it's possible that people have different interpretations of that one graphic? Is this you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm being I'm being sarcastic because yeah. it's absolutely possible, and right. it's it's what is the problem with those medias? Um, but. So your head goes to you're thinking about like sports participation trophies things like that. Yeah. Okay. I can vividly remember being like, I don't know, seven, eight years old, something like that. I don't remember exactly how old I was, and I, I came home with a baseball trophy for my little league baseball team. Mm-hmm. That was like third place consolation, mm-hmm. and I can remember like asking my parents, like being so excited about this trophy, and wondering what does the word consolation mean? <laughs> yeah. And That's I, a big word for a seven-year-old. And I will never forget my parents like trying to explain it to me, and I, I don't even remember what their explanation was at the time. You know, kudos, you know, tip of the hat to my parents because obviously it sufficed. Um, <laughs> but in hindsight, like I, I now realize, it was like, oh no, it was a total like everybody gets a trophy, you know. And and I was, you know, the whole self-esteem movement within you know sports and schools was really huge in the '80s. That's okay. This was in that that kind of time frame. Um, so this is you know that's the the parameters that I'm dealing with that. You know, at the same time, you know, I will also tell you that um, every sports team that I was ever on, probably because I was on them, was terrible. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and like I, you know, like my I, I tell people all the time, my my record as a varsity starter in varsity football was three and twenty-seven. Wow. Okay, like yeah, we were horrific. Um, but it's you know, at the same time, like I, I didn't get a trophy for that. I don't ever, and I don't ever remember being like devastated by that. You know, like there's right. no part of me that feels like I am hurt. Yeah. Um, I also don't feel like because I got this consolation trophy when I was seven that I am hurt by that. You know, let's we'll, we'll put the sports thing on hold for a minute because I'm sure we'll come back to it. But talking strictly academically, okay. Um, so when you you know like you referenced you know giving everybody the same trophy, you're not going to see that when you're talking about academic awards, right? Right. So if everybody's um, if we're trying to set up academic awards, what sort of thing, or, or, and I don't, I don't even necessarily just want to say academic, because I also think you can recognize citizenship and things like that too in schools. Okay. So what are the parameters like to your mind? Where, when is it appropriate to recognize these things? When is it not? Let's say the award is for grades. Uh, Maybe, you know, Mrs. Johnson's class and, and little Billy got the award for having the best, 
the the most points or the best grade in in the class. Um, you know, if you start talking about me, you start talking about grading with me, you're really gonna give me all yeah. totally different soapbox, right? Like that's, <laughs> that's like a whole other like 25 episodes. Yeah, well, we'll just use this as an example. Okay. But uh, let's say he gets the best grade or or w- whatever it is. Okay, give little Billy an award. Now it, it's okay to acknowledge everybody else for their effort. But I think the main thing I'm trying to get at is what we need to do is we need to get away from the whole winner-loser thing. Um, just because Billy gets an award doesn't mean he's a winner and the other kids are losers. Um, it just means that he made an accomplishment and he's rewarded for it. Um, the other kids, as hard as they tried maybe they have some you know disadvantages uh maybe not um that that sort of affected their performance but go ahead and acknowledge their participation their effort but to give them maybe even give them a certificate i i don't know just isn't that some, an award? Well, it, it's an it's an award. If I give you a certificate I, I, that says "Great Effort, Johnny," isn't that an award? It it is, but it isn't because if you give twenty five kids the same certificate and you give the one kid a trophy or a medal or whatever, you're you're you're, you're acknowledging everything, but the, the the certificates are sort of not as important, maybe as the. Certi- or the uh, award or the medal that little Billy won. Um, that way, the other kids, they're still acknowledged. They still have something that says, hey, I tried, I did this. Um, you know, Billy has something that says, you know, I, I did this. I tried and I'm better than you. Not necessarily. That's what, that's what I'm saying. We got to get, get away from the whole winner-loser thing. Okay. I'm better, you're, you suck. Okay, but if I am a kid sitting in the audience and I have my certificate in hand recognizing my effort along with the other 24 kids who received effort certificates Uh and we all sit by and watch Billy receive his award for academic excellence in science Mm -hmm. or whatever we're going to call it, you can say this is not about winners and losers, but if I'm a kid sitting in the audience holding my... Uh, certificate for effort, which I'm sorry is a participation trophy. You can frame this however you want, but that's what it, that was. You you showed up and you tried in science. Okay. So if I'm if I'm sitting there, don't I feel like a loser? And ultimately, if if the teachers are ones who are saying like, well, this isn't about winners and losers, it doesn't matter. What are the, how are the kids feeling about this? And if they're interpreting it that way, isn't that a problem? I don't necessarily think it's a problem. Um, if if you're if you're sitting there thinking, well, I got this piece of paper I'm a loser and this really means that much to you what are you going to do next year are you going to try harder I mean isn't that what we're we're trying to teach these kids we're, we're preparing these kids for the real world and in the real world oh my god yes that's what we're doing isn't that what we're doing it is but the real world that they're in right now is not even close to the real world that we're in right now okay so at what point do we say, all right, here are the expectations. You've been taught this your whole life, but here's the real expectations. Now we have to I, completely I throw a curveball. I don't know, but it isn't seven-year-olds playing baseball, and it isn't middle schoolers in science class either, right? Okay. Well, that, that, not the real world, no. <laughs> okay, so. But at what point do we say, I mean, we don't we have, I mean, that's what we're doing now is we're teaching them and preparing them for when they're adults. 
So at what point do we say, all right, you're going to get participation awards all through school for everything you've done, regardless of how well you've done it, you're going to get something. And now here you are in the, in the, in the workforce, in the real world, where none of that stuff. <laughs> Hold I, was, on. I was wondering which one of us was going to be the first one to drop profanity in yeah. this podcast. Okay. Where none of that stuff <laughs> matters. Or, or even is exists. So what if I made the argument that effort matters more? And, and here's what I mean by that. By acknowledging the one kid who is exemplary in science. And actually, I'll, I'll tell you this. I actually think it's worse when you acknowledge more than that. Um, because I've seen these types of award ceremonies before where it's like, okay, we're going to recognize everybody who was proficient in a certain standard or proficient in all of these standards. And what happens is you have, I'm making up numbers here, but you have a hundred eighth graders and we're going to call up the 50 who were proficient in their social studies standards this year. And now I'm one of 50 kids who is now, okay. So it's like, look at all of those kids who were able to achieve this and I'm left behind. And as I look around, I realize that this is not necessarily the peer group that I want to be in. So to your point, it's okay. Well, maybe now I, I learned from this experience and I need to try harder, except that's assuming that effort is the reason why most of those kids weren't proficient in those standards or effort is the reason why they weren't like Billy. Now, sometimes that's the case. Okay. And I think it's a mistake for teachers to completely assume that, you know, effort doesn't matter. No effort matters. Okay. Okay. Like there's okay. Work ethic matters. Effort matters. Okay. No, I'm not trying to advocate otherwise, but there is something to the fact that, you know, if we're recognizing one kid, Billy may have been born on third and thinks he hit a triple. Okay, like this, this is a kid who had every academic, social, economic advantage in his life. And so we can recognize him. But the truth of it is, is that if I'm a kid who has various economic struggles at home, social, emotional struggles at home, okay, academic struggles, okay, and we haven't even talked about that yet. The truth is, is that if I, we are recognizing one, I am never going to beat Billy in that competition. Whereas in reality, we're all on our own measure of growth here. This is all about us becoming the best people that we can be, right? Case in point, our last episode together, we had, I had you on and we interviewed you about special education and your role within special education. And you work with students on a regular basis who it's frankly not always fair to force them to compete in this realm exactly. against, against a Billy. So what are your – so, okay. <laughs> Doesn't this like de – emphasize the entire awards process in the first place like doesn't this just show what's wrong with all this to begin with well first of all when when you're talking about kids uh kids with special needs or with disabilities you know i mean we already we already categorize them separately from the i guess general population anyway right and going back to what you said about uh, acknowledging one person uh, for a certain award or a certain ability, um, you know. There again, you know, you're you're asking or you're you're expecting everybody to be involved in a certain criteria. Whereas, you know, Billy may have been the best at say math, but one of the other kids that didn't get that award, they're going to excel somewhere else, uh, and they can get an award okay, somewhere. But if we're talking about if we're talking about a hundred kids, you know, at any given grade level, for example, or something. Uh-huh. In some cases, you know, depending on the size of the school, that that's the number I'm most familiar with. Obviously, it's where you know a lot of the schools I've worked in have been around that, you know, right? Like 150, 200. 
Um, so, I mean, but if you're talking about a number like that, you're not going to end... Okay, so I've got seven subjects or eight subjects. Okay, maybe if we include all of our exploratory subjects that we... You know, everything that we offer, now we're talking about 15. Yeah. Okay, so here's my next question. What if Billy is the best in math? What if Billy is the best in science? Are we all going to sit there and applaud Billy for an hour at, the, at an award ceremony? Because <laughs> because that happens. Like, yeah. Okay. Right. In fact, and if we rec- and, and here's the thing: you very rarely recognize one. Okay. So let's. I mean, you're going to recognize eight to ten or something like that. If that's the case, we're all going to sit here and recognize the same eight to ten kids. While like th- what you're doing is you're creating more social injustice, social disharmony between this group, where you know, especially with adolescents, you already have. You know, if I'm a kid sitting in the audience, I hate that kid. Okay. Now here's the problem. I'm being unfairly hard on Billy. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And I think we need to recognize the awesomeness that rather rather Billy was born on third or not doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. good for Billy. Okay. But what, are we creating more animosity between our peer groups here if we're giving them yet another reason to disagree about stuff? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I mean, you know, it just. I mean, just because Billy, like I say, just because Billy is the best in in that subject, maybe two subjects. Uh, that maybe doesn't five, maybe five. Okay, but that doesn't take away. Uh, I mean, y- you know, if if you and I are gonna get are at a ceremony and and you know the the, the award is best drummer. I'm not the best drummer in the world, but I'm sure I'm better than you. You're the best drummer in this podcast for sure. <laughs> So I'm going to get that award. Does that mean you're a loser? No, because it, what, in that competition it does. In that competition, <laughs> but but why narrow it down? I mean, why judge your worth on one aspect of your life? Here's a saying that I've that I've seen, and I love this saying. If you let's see, what, what was it? Something about the fish in the tree. If you if you judge a fish by its ability to climb, to climb a tree, right. he's going to go the rest of his life thinking it's stupid. Right. Right. And when we have any kind of post-year academic awards, mm-hmm. okay, when we have categories for social studies, categories for math, categories for science, what we're doing is this is our competition for climbing trees. This is our competition for swimming. This is our competition for speech and language or drumming or whatever okay and if i'm not the best in any of those categories shouldn't we as schools then shouldn't our fundamental purpose be how can i unlock what it is within you that is what you are best at what is your strength what can i help you excel at what do we need to be helping flourish within you to help ignite that fire within you to help you figure out what it is that you're going to be about what it is that you're going to pursue in the real world quote unquote okay there's by the way there's probably no phrase in education that ticks me off more than in the real world okay yeah and that's a that's a totally different issue but frankly it's probably my issue i probably need to see help about it but um (laughs) i'm only half kidding so i think that as, uh, fundamentally with schools and this is I guess is my fundamental issue with awards is is that we're too busy trying to create different categories to fit kids in rather than trying to recognize the fact that everybody has an inherent struggle everybody has accomplished something okay I poked fun at Billy but the truth is is that Billy probably had to work his butt off to become you know uh, the the best science student accumulate the most points in science excuse me okay so uh, Billy accumulated the most points in science or Billy was you know proficient in the most standards in science or whatever okay 
Um, the truth is that's you know good for Billy, and and we want to encourage that within Billy because Billy may end up you know becoming a, a world class engineer or, or you know a medical researcher. Who knows? Okay, um, but that doesn't mean that everybody else there needs to be dehumanized, you know, because they're forced to sit there and watch Billy, you know, and, and or these five kids or ten kids or whatever. But I don't think that's when dehumanizing. Have you ever asked one of them? Have you, ever, have, you ever, have you ever watched the faces of the kids who didn't get all of the awards? But I've, I've been in that situation. Yeah. And I never felt dehumanized. I just felt, hey, congratulations to Billy. You know, he, he, he was the best. Doesn't mean I'm a loser. Did you feel that way when you were 12? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I never felt, I never felt like, hey, I need, I need to be acknowledged somehow. I need to, you know, be recognized. I need, you know. When when we were playing, I know this is different, but when we were playing Little League, uh, you know, when our team, I think back then they acknowledged first and second place. I don't mm-hmm. think they acknowledged like, you know, third or anything. But anyway, right. when our team, uh, you know, made second place, we got a little medal. Great. I didn't go around saying I'm better than you. I'm, you know, or I didn't have that feeling that, you know, I was a winner and everybody else was a loser. Now, when our team didn't make second place or first place, We'll try next year. You know, I mean, I didn't feel any worse, um, anything like that. And and, and also, uh, you know, recognizing academic awards. I never felt any any worse than, than anybody else did for, you know, receiving the award. I mean, I, I just... So who do the awards exist for? It seems like they exist for the teachers. <laughs> to well, give okay, them isn't out. that a problem? Well, but I mean, it's it's like... You know, you said you said earlier. You know, Billy probably worked hard. You know, good for Billy. How's Billy gonna feel when you give everybody else terrible? Exactly. So then, why? So that goes back to my. Okay, so what are we doing? Like, don't we need like a fundamental rethink here of what we're doing with awards? Maybe we do. Then, I mean, then I win because like everything <laughs> you've been saying to this point is, you know, there's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with how we're doing it. There's not, you know, etc. I don't think there is anything wrong. But you just said that the kid who was receiving the award feels so. All right. No. So if if you're going to give the award to everybody else too, if you're going to give the same award, if you're going to give them the the same award for participating, then Billy, I mean, how's Billy going to feel when everybody else get, he's going to say, "Well, why am I going to bust my hump to 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 do all that?" I mean, assuming the award is his end game. I mean, if that's his, you know, motivation. And and I think, and I think that now you're speaking to the role that awards plays in motivation, mm-hmm. if it plays any at all. Yeah. And I'm not sure that's the right motivation to ever have oh, for anybody. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Wow. Whether you're talking about Billy or whether you're talking about, right. you know, Mark and Jason sitting there, you know, watching Billy get all the awards. <laughs> um, might be some animosity there too. So, <laughs> Um, anyway, I don't know that we're going to resolve this, but I do think it's a it's a worthy debate. I think that with schools, we have to be you know at least consciously aware of what messages we're sending. You know, um, rather that's spoken or unspoken, you know, subliminal or otherwise. I think you know we're sending messages with what we recognize, and we need to be aware of what it is that we're recognizing. I think that there is room for gray here. You know, I don't think this is a black or white debate. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that there is there is room for us to be recognizing the greatness within every kid, to recognize the struggle and the things that people have learned. That's one of the reasons why I'm such a big fan of things like proficiency based models and stuff because it helps us recognize like, hey, look where you were, look where you've gotten to. It's that growth mindset. 
And I think that that is far more valuable to teach everybody. Hey, look, man, we're all on our own journey here. And, you know, if, if Billy has accomplished X, Y, and Z, Billy still needs to accomplish Q and R, you know, if Jason has accomplished Q and R, he's still working on X, Y, and Z, whatever. And sometimes those, sometimes those things are academic. Sometimes they're social, sometimes they're, you know, whatever. But I, I'm much more in favor of teaching kids that process um, than I am trying to single out any one individual or series of individuals. Um, because I just don't know that it's accomplishing anything. And I, I, unfortunately I feel like it's a, um, I I am a huge believer in celebrating successes, Mm -hmm. but I think that that's because we all have successes that we are all, you know, that we, you know, have you ever read the book wonder? I haven't read it. Um, or you seen the movie? It's, it's a movie now. Movie, okay. I, I know what the movie's about. So, um, it's a great book by RJ Palacio and, um, it's a good movie as well. And there's a quote that I love at the end of it by the title character, Augie, who says, we all deserve a standing ovation in our life because at some point we all overcometh the world. Um, and just, you know, the things that we all overcome and I, and I couldn't agree more for that reason. I have something for you. Okay. Is it an award? It is. Okay. <laughs> I want you to know this is this is the podcast co-host trophy. Okay. You are the you are the podcast co-host uh, um, cup winner. Okay. okay. For for this episode of the Engineers Podcast. Okay, so take my picture. Absolutely. Well, we're gonna selfie this man. Okay. Because we're okay. gonna celebrate this. Okay. So we get to become like Twitter famous. All right. So here you go. Nice cheesy smile. <laughs> all right. So and see, I I got this award. So I want you to know. That there's nothing wrong with failure. Well, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. But but seriously though, I mean that's I think that's what we need to focus on with kids. You know, the 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 kid the kid that doesn't get the award. I wouldn't even call it failure or losing. You know, like I say, I want to get away from that. But there, there's nothing wrong with not getting an award. That's just how things work. Um, focus on the progress. You know, I mean, no, you didn't get this award. If you want the award, let's work on what we can do with you. What do you. we have to do to get to that point? Exactly, to get to that point. Let's focus on, don't focus on you failed or you lost. Let's focus on, let's 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 progress. Let's start from here and let's move on and get better. I don't know if we ever really disagreed in the first place, but now it sounds like we're on the same page. Oh, so <laughs> there's some there's some harmony there. I actually am going to give credit to that harmony to the plastic trophy. So there you go. kudos to you. All right. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening, Jason. Thanks for chiming in. Always appreciate your uh, appreciate your involvement. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, to get your voice heard on an upcoming episode of the Engineers Podcast, give us a call at six three six four nine two one three four six and leave us a voicemail. Let us know what kind of obstacles you or your students are facing. Hopefully, we can uh, focus on progress as my co-host today put it and uh, hopefully we can get better together we'd also love to help you celebrate this is a huge part of what we do even if i do have a bit of an issue with awards so we'd also love to help you celebrate you your students success your colleagues anything you've recently overcome uh, uh, anything you've recently accomplished something awesome at your school definitely give us a call tell us all about that we'd love to hear about it maybe we'll share it on our engineers page in our legendary learning section to eliminate more obstacles of learning and ensure that in your classroom not learning is not an option check us out at edgenators.com where you can read watch and listen to more educating stuff or sign up for our educators newsletter give us a like at facebook.com slash educators or follow me on twitter at educators or at mark clements edu or by using hashtag educators and you still can't follow jason because jason still isn't on twitter or email me at markclements at edgenators.com to talk about the show, see how we can help you uh, maybe visit your school and make edgenators out of you and your faculty. For Jason, I'm Mark. This is the Edgenators Podcast. Thanks for listening.